Simple Life Together, Episode 55, Seven Habits for Highly Effective Simplicity. Hi, and welcome to Simple Life Together, a podcast dedicated to leading a simpler life in the modern world. I'm Dan Hayes. And I'm Vanessa Hayes. Hi, and welcome back to Simple Life Together. On the last episode of the show, we talked about how establishing limits can be a great way to help shape your lifestyle. Today, we want to share seven habits that you can develop to help make your life simpler. So Dan, why don't you start out? Okay. Um, So there's tons of things that you can do to simplify, and we talk about those a lot on the show. But we wanted to hit what we think are kind of our top seven things, things that have worked for us and that we wanted to share with you too. And we wanted you to be able to take just these seven habits These seven things you can start doing today to have a better tomorrow, a better year, and a much better chance of achieving the lifestyle that you want for yourself and your family. So here goes. So the first one is begin with the end in mind. This one comes straight from our military planning background and also Stephen Covey's second habit in his book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. Yeah, let's face it. The whole seven habits thing we're totally ripping off <laughs> from the Stephen Covey, Stephen Covey series. So, But anyway, we thought it would help. And um, well, when we talk about beginning with the end in mind, we talk about it as uh, the desired end state. We've heard us say that one a lot. And um, we've developed that through our life plan process. And through that, we establish our priorities, what we call for us our five pillars. And ours are faith, family, fitness, finances, and freedom. And once we have our priorities or our pillars, then we can work toward our goals. Now, Vanessa, you hit really hard on uh, working goals back in, um, what was it, episode eight, I think it was, Tips for Successful Resolutions. Right, and that was where I shared some tips about how you can accomplish your goals no matter if they are New Year's resolutions, personal goals, or professional goals. No matter what, these tips help. Right, and so as I think about it in my little convoluted mind, I think of it uh, like I do marksmanship, you know? So go figure, right? Uh, Military marksmanship? (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. Here we go. So in (laughs) my mind... Get ready, people, get ready. (laughs) In my mind, the target is like your desired end state. Um, or the end in mind. Okay, that's the target. My rear sight is my priority or my pillar. That's what we call okay. it. And the front sight is what I really need to focus on. So like when you fire your weapon, you have to keep four fundamentals in mind. Sight picture, sight alignment, breath control, and trigger squeeze. So, But I'm just going to focus on sight alignment and sight picture. So sight alignment is front and rear sights. So my rear sight is my priority. My front sight is my goal. All right. Sight picture is my front and rear sights and my target all aligned. So, um, again, my target would be my end state. My front and rear sights are aligned with each other, and my front and rear sights are aligned with the target. So, for instance, we may have an end state in mind, and we may have a priority. But if our actions aren't aligned as we pursue our goals, we're never going to hit the target. All right? So, I know that probably is a way to explain it that nobody else but me would get. <laughs> I don't know how you do it, but well, it, I, I get it. I totally get it. Yeah. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But, yeah. It's, I, and I've talked about it before in episode 32. Uh, it's all about the choices we make. So if we're not, if we're not doing the things day to day in order to, to achieve our goals, then we're never going to be in line with our, our pillars or our priorities. Right, that's right. right. So if we're not in line with those, we're not going to hit our end state. So they all have to line up. It sounds good. So that was the first one, begin with the end of mind. The second habit is strive to simplify versus organize. Now, Dan, we were talking about this the other day, and how did you put it? Well, and I know this is kind of like heresy to 
professional organizers out there, I think. But I kind of looked at it as clutter is the disease. Organizing steps are the cure. But simplicity is prevention. Right, right. And so simplicity is preventative and organizing is kind of reactive. Reactive, exactly. I, I, I totally get this. And you know what? We saw this when we gave our presentation at Organize and Energize a little over a week ago. Dan and I did a presentation uh, for a group of folks um, learning to, of course, organize and get energized. <laughs> but our, our message was so different from the other organizers who presented. And much of the talk was about how to maximize your space to fit more in your cabinets and closets. And we were kind of talking about editing your space to give you some more room and some more margin in your life. Now, they all gave great presentations. Absolutely. It's just that ours was just from a different angle. Yeah. You know, and that being said, organizing is still very near and dear to my heart. Organizing is a wonderful tool to help maintain simplicity in your life. I just think it's very eye-opening when you clarify the difference between the two. And I would advocate decluttering and simplifying your life first, then organizing what's left. Right. So, you know, funny, I'm starting to think of myself more and more as a simplifier than a professional organizer, yeah. which is a very interesting shift in yes, my thought it process. Is. <laughs> <laughs> so talking about decluttering and simplifying, that moves us into habit number three, which is embrace the idea of less is more. It, yeah, and I know this sounds so cliche, but the more you simplify the more that this is reinforced. I swear it. Yeah, and you know, in one of our earliest episodes, which was episode four, titled Benefits of Organizing and Having Less, addressed this very idea. And I talk in generalities about the benefits of, of organizing and having less, but heck, we, along with hundreds of others, have and still are experiencing this very concept with our Edit and Forget, edit and forget It Challenge. It. Yeah. And Dan, you also talk about less is more with your concept of reactivity versus productivity. Yeah, and you know that was just a thing that I came up with a couple of years ago, and I was like, you know, kind of a lot of people looked at me on the productivity stuff, and especially the tech stuff, and uh, you know, friends, family, and so forth. And it just got to me that sometimes we spend so much time and effort on productivity that we're not really producing and being productive. (laughs) Yeah, and so I think the key is to be reductive. And so I even bought a website, like maybe three years ago, two years ago, called Reductivity, and I was going to start to blog about mm-hmm. that. And it just never uh, panned out for me. And luckily, somebody else thought it was a cool name, too. They contacted me out of the blue and wanted to buy it, so I sold it to them. So I, I reduced one, <laughs> one, one website from <laughs> my arsenal. You were conflicted. You're like, do I yeah. pursue this yeah. or do I edit and forget it? And I think you went for the edit and I forget did, it. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think what it all boils down to is that by embracing this idea, you will in turn become more mindful of what you allow into your life. And by being mindful um, is also a preventative measure, right. too, I would say, yep. just like we talked about with simplicity. And it will allow you to be more content and grateful for what you have, and I think will help you learn to appreciate living in the moment. So how do you live in the moment? Well, I think we do that by valuing margin, and that is habit number four. Mm-hmm. And when we say margin, our definition of that, and this is just us, it's not written anywhere, but we call it uncommitted time and space. So margin equals uncommitted time and uncommitted space. And really for this habit, what we're going to talk about is the time aspect of margin. So habit number four is dealing with the time aspect. And we talked about limits in last week's show in episode 54. Mm -hmm. And in that, we mentioned that boundaries allow you to respect your time and for others to respect your time too. Right, and also learning to say no, which was episode nine, uh, titled The Power of Saying No. See, no allows you to have margin to breathe and to relax and to contemplate or to be spontaneous. Um, no also allows you to 
to say no to unproductive and unmeaningful obligations. Right. And yes to valuable and more meaningful experiences, right? Right. And I think, um, you know, we do tend to get caught up in the, you know, tied up in the unproductive stuff. And we really need to focus more on on what is really important in our lives. Right. And I, I hit kind of on this a little bit. This is kind of starting to sound like a review episode here, but it's yeah. not. We didn't start out meaning it to be, but... Back in episode 36, when I talked about busy is the new I'm fine, it seems like that, you know, some people say that just to say it, but some people are just really, really busy. And, and I think the, probably the complaint I hear the most is, man, I just, I just don't have time. Everything's so busy. How you doing? I'm busy. And people really don't have a lot of time. You know, this is a big focus, I think, in our presentation that, uh, that we gave just talking about you know learning to say no, establishing that margin in your life, and just kind of letting go of all the the obligations and and the physical stuff and all that good stuff. So, I mean, it really is good to kind of give yourself that margin and think about allowing yourself to have more valuable time and and that, like you said, the uncommitted time and space. Right, and when you do have time, then you can concentrate on focusing on experiences and that is really habit number five for us Mm -hmm. is uh, value experiences over things so if you can learn to do that I think you're going to be a lot better off you know and I think a good example of this is like our camper and our bikes um, alone they aren't meaningful but when we use them in line with our life goals and priorities like our love of the of the outdoors and being with family and and being active, they can help us create those experiences, you know? Right. So the objects themselves aren't meaningful, but how you use them and everything. And so it's just really trying to value experiences over things. Right. And and this is one time when I kind of agree with, well, I don't agree with it, but I understand why advertisers advertise the way they do. They mm-hmm. sell, they're selling things and you're buying things. But that what they really sell you in the advertising is the experience around these mm-hmm. things. You know, like when you're, if they're selling a weight loss pill, they show people in bathing suits walking along the beach, right? Right. Then they, they want you to buy some, you know. Well, that pill's going to make you happier. You feel, exactly. You know, have more self-confidence and all that stuff. Or what about all the retirement commercials? Right. And like, you know, save your money, invest with us, and you can just be happier and live free and ride that motorcycle or live in that or share a, a tub. Active community. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're all in a tub, you know, and it's like, it's like, I mean, they're just selling the experience and yeah. I mean, Hey, maybe that does happen somewhere, but you just got to realize that make sure that your actions are intentional. Your purchases are intentional. And because you're going to build your own experiences. The things, the stuff isn't going to make you happy. Right. It's not just the experiences too. It's really trying to be in the moment. At least that's what we're trying to right. um, to talk about here in, in this habit is that really trying to be in the moment. You know, and I don't know if you're guilty of this. I know I am of feeling like I have to take a picture at every single memorable event that we have. <laughs> and I end up fumbling with the camera and making my kids stand still for that perfect smile that's so, like, spontaneous, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> right, um, supposed and all to be. for the sake of just, I don't know, getting that perfect picture and that perfect experience to share on Facebook or whatever. And honestly, I struggled with that this past weekend when we went camping. There was one day where I was like, I stop, I need to take a picture, I need to take a picture. And I'm thinking, 
wait a minute, just be in the moment. Yeah, you I'm know? breaking my own rule here. And it is cool. No, I think it is cool to, to take a few pictures, but if you do it constantly and, and you're constantly on Facebook and you're constantly just feeling like you have the, the perfect shot, then you're failing, you're, you're potentially going to miss just really being in the moment and appreciating that stuff that's happening. Like when our daughter was fishing and she was totally in it and I'm just watching her and I wanted to take another picture and I said, no, just watch her face. Watch her smile. Watch her get into this, you know? And it was just, it was awesome. And I felt good that I was like, just put it on hold. Be in the moment, you know? Right. <laughs> so. Right. And speaking of experiences, it often helps to establish habits, routines, and rituals. And that's habit number six. And we've mm-hmm. talked about this a lot of times, too. And back in episode 30, I talked uh, about buying time, which really focused on habits, routines, mm-hmm. and rituals. And we've talked about it in other ones as well. Oh, it's like know. my go-to tool, I, you know, with my clients, with our own lives and everything. I really talk about, especially routines, establishing routines to help simplify your life. I think it's huge. Right. And now, so we won't foot stomp it here, but what I think I would suggest that you at least try to do is take a hard look at the things that you uh, do in your life that do work. So look at your life, find out the things that do work, what's going well, mm-hmm. and if you examine that a little bit, you might find, you probably will find, that it's because that thing is a habit or a routine or it's become a ritual. Mm-hmm. So point. the things that work good, just kind of model that behavior. Mm-hmm. All right, so we're coming up to the last one. So let's do a quick review <laughs> before we get to habit number seven. Okay, so the first one is begin with the end in mind. All right. And the second one is strive to simplify versus organize. Three is embrace the idea of less is more. And number four is learning to value margin in your life. And specifically, we're talking about uh, the time element of margin. And number five is value experiences over things. And then, of course, we just hit habits, routines, and rituals. Now, number seven, and this is a biggie, at least for us it is. This is huge, people. Listen in. (laughs) Understand that you are different, and that's okay. (laughs) So back way back in episode 13, I talked about the, uh, the crabs in the bucket story and the frogs in the pot of boiling water adage. And you may want to go back and listen to those. But just know that there are lots of forces in your life that will try and keep you from changing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people like to keep things the way they are. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take some effort to fight that gravity, right. even if that gravity is in the form of family and friends. Now, we know we feel this. So... Mm-hmm. You know, when you really start to simplify things, and you're especially for folks going through like the edit and forget it challenge, getting rid of a whole bunch of things in their life, people are like, What are you guys doing? But the funny thing is, is that you get that whole look of what the heck are you doing? But usually, folks are intrigued yeah, by your lifestyle are. and they start to see how happy you have become or yeah. how you may have changed. You feel lighter in, in mind and spirit and. And physically lighter with all the stuff that you've let go or whatnot, but you start to to see how you can possibly influence somebody else. As a matter of fact, I was just talking to someone the other day. They had, they were just kind of surprised about this whole project three thirty three that we're doing with the with our wardrobe, and she asked about it, and I explained it to her. Several minutes later, she's like, "Can you explain that to me again?" So I knew I had planted a seed, not knowing. I was just right, saying, this is what right. we do. This is our lifestyle. People don't get us. It's weird. It's different. Yeah, whatever. We, don't, we, don't push, we don't push it on anybody. No, um, we're not like that. But it's interesting how a lot of people come back or they'll use your stuff and say, you know what? Like I have other fellow organizers that will say the same thing. Kind of like, 
oh, Vanessa does this. She, you know, she talks about boundaries. She talks about the power of saying no. She talks about routines. And I have a lot of my colleagues and peers that will use that concept when they're like, I need to do that. I need to do that. Or I need to pass that on to a certain client or whatever. So you never know who you might influence, even though you're weird and you're funky (laughs) and you're strange. But we're proud. They're going to pay attention. All right. (laughs) That's right. That's right. So there you go. Seven habits you can start developing today to help you have a better tomorrow, a better year, and a much better chance of achieving the lifestyle that you want for yourself and your family. A life more simple. So we know these aren't the only habits you can use. Tell us what we missed. Yeah. What are some habits you've developed or are working on to simplify your life? Let us know. And be sure to leave us a comment and share at simplelifetogether.com slash 055. All right. So now it's time for the thing segment. And... I know we've talked about this one before because we were like, well, we're gonna maybe we'll do away with the thing segment. Maybe we'll combine the thing <laughs> segment. We have trouble coming up with a thing every week. Well, turns out we each have a thing this yes. week. So, <laughs> so I'm going to go first if you don't mind, babe. Go ahead. Um, mine is, and I know this is totally out of the blue, but I am taking up Tankara traditional Japanese fly fishing. I know that's way out of the blue, but... <laughs> Um, I fly fished when I was a kid. I loved to fish when I was a kid. And I just, while I was in the military for like 30 years, I didn't fish at all. Uh, other than a few like fish, uh, was it deep sea fishing expeditions, little excursions for a day or whatever. And I don't know why I, I didn't, but I just didn't. And since I've retired, I wanted to make sure that I cut out some time to do some things that have been important to me. And well, one of those... Giving yourself some margin. Give, there you go. Giving myself some margin. <laughs> and and then filling it with something I love to do. Absolutely. Right? And so I figured, well, I'm going to take up fly fishing again because I loved it. And, uh, and I even went, went so far as I went and I picked up all my traditional Western fly fishing gear. And I sat down to watch some videos about it. And out of the blue, I discovered this... Tenkara Japanese traditional Japanese fly fishing and it's like simplicity based minimalist based fly fishing and I was like whoa this is so cool it's right up my alley it's not stuff focused it's experience focused and we just talked about that mm-hmm. a lot of things can be about the gear remember what I mentioned earlier I talked about gateway gadgets right. and especially fly fishing you see these guys out fly fishing and they got the vest full of stuff mm-hmm. and they're doing something crazy with the lines most people have no idea what it is and there's like this mystique around all the equipment and I really just wanted something simple. I want to be out there enjoying nature, the water, and catching some fish. You know what I mean? And so that's my thing. Well, what did you do? You end up taking back. The I other took stuff? all that stuff back, mm-hmm. and uh, and luckily Bass Pro took it all back. And uh, of course, I blamed you. They're like, "Any reason you're returning that?" And I said, "Yeah, my wife won't let me have it." <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you were like six head. feet away getting a fishing license, yeah, right? Yeah, well, oh my and, goodness. But, uh, but and they're like, seriously? She won't let you have it? I was like, no. She said no. She said no. <laughs> but, but then he... he I actually, came clean. He came clean. I he did. told him about what he was yeah, doing. So, so that's my thing. Tenkata, <laughs> traditional Japanese fly fishing. Awesome. Well, my thing is we're always mentioning our five pillars, and we did in this episode as well, about faith, family, fitness, finances, and freedom. And well, we don't often talk specifically about our faith on the show because that's very personal and different for everyone, but I feel compelled to share with you an amazing podcast that Lee and Stephanie Merriweather introduced me to, and they are from the Healthy Married Life Show. And uh, the podcast is called Your Move with Andy Stanley. Now, it is a faith-based podcast, but I have to tell you, it's not heavy on the spiritual content. 
It's much, much more. And to me, it's more of a motivational, thought-provoking, leadership-driven, and inspirational podcast about you, about what you can do, about just life in general, and, and just how you can improve. And it's just really cool. And it's also kind of funny. He actually is a pretty, <laughs> pretty funny guy. And, uh, but specifically, he has a series called Recovery Road that is so in line with everything that we talk about here on Simple Life Together. Matter of fact, I thought he stole some of our content. I know. You can't, you're like, whoa, he's talking, he's using our stuff. We just, we talked about this in our presentation <laughs> and I'm listening to it. I'm like, we just talked about this. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, he was talking about things like limits and margin um, in regards to your time and money, how there is a difference between standard of living and quality of life how we can become slaves to money and how to be honest with yourself and asking why you do what you do and purchase the things you purchase and how affluence and independence has smothered our sense of gratitude and giving back to others and how it's always better to say I want than I owe. <laughs> but seriously, I, I started this series just days after Dan and I gave that talk, so which I just thought it was so funny that he was talking about the same things that we talked about. And like I said, I wanted to just share this podcast with you and I really think it's well worth a listen uh, regardless of what your spiritual background is or whatnot. But um, again, the podcast is called Your Move with Andy Stanley, and the series is called Recovery Road. And I want to thank Lee and Stephanie so much again for introducing me to that. All right, so, good stuff. That's my thing. All right, cool. Well, let's move on. We got some announcements. So we wanted to give a big shout out to James Kinson from the Cash Car Convert podcast at cashcarconvert.com. And he had us on the show this week. And it was an absolute pleasure to yes. talk with him. Aww. And, you know, for many of us, our car is our biggest ticket item next to our home. And James has really become a thought leader who advocates buying your cars without buying into the debt. And a super nice guy, too. Mm -hmm. And we met James in Vegas, but... We didn't it, have a whole lot of time didn't to have a talk whole lot, with him. Yeah, you were constantly <laughs> pulled in different directions. Mm -hmm. So it was really, really nice to be able to have a full conversation with him the other day for the interview. Mm -hmm. So check out James's show and listen in as he interviews us at cashcarconvert.com slash 008. And by the way, James's show is pretty new, so he could use some help by giving him a review on iTunes too. So if you can, head over to iTunes and help him out. So Dan is working with our friend Joel Zaslowski of The Value of Simple on a simplicity summit of sorts called Simple Rev, which is short for Simple Revolution. Yes, I am. So Simple Rev will be 200 plus passionate simple living advocates. Joshua Becker of Becoming Minimalist will be there and even others like Brooke McCallery, yep. McCallery of Slow Your Home and Muhammad Tahami of Midway Simplicity. Um, they'll be supporting from afar. So. Yeah, there's some folks that, of course, would love to be there. And I am going to have all of the specifics in the show notes. And I'll be mentioning this from time to time. But right now, it's scheduled, It's going to be in uh, Minneapolis. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be, I think it's October 3rd through the 5th. I will make sure of that and make sure it's in the podcast show notes as well. Okay. Which you'll be able to find, of course, at simplelifetogether.com slash 055. Or simplelifetogether.com slash rev. rev. Or you could, heck, you could just go to simplerev.com too. There you go. And uh, there may not be a whole bunch of stuff on the website right now, but there will be. Okay, great. So I think that's going to turn out to be a really, really cool event. So we'll see how it goes. But special thanks also to anybody who's left a review for us on iTunes. It really does help for other people to find the show. So this week we got a really nice comment from Nikki425 from right here in the United States. <laughs> and Nikki wrote, just the kick I needed. Dan and Vanessa have a great podcast. 
They complement each other very well and inspire me to simplify my life. I appreciate that their message isn't get rid of everything. I feel like I can relate to them. Well, thanks, Nikki. That's awesome. Yeah, that was a nice review. Yeah. And just thank you so much for taking the time to share your heartfelt comments, whether it's um, in an iTunes review or whether it's an email or if it's comments on the website. We we really, really appreciate it. We read through all of them. And, um, and Dan, I think we were talking about how if it's an iTunes review or if it's a comment that you leave on the website, we will... Um, occasionally read that comment or share that here on the show. If it's an email, we will um, just automatically assume that that's just personal. and uh, Or we may just say your name, the first name, but we won't give all your information right. out and just say, just give you a shout out. But we feel like if you've, t- uh, if you've taken the time to kind of email us, that's a little bit more personal and uh, it's not out there for the world. It's kind of one-on-one communication, so we respect that. Yeah. But just FYI, I just want to thank everybody um, for really sending us some feedback, sharing the amazing things that you're doing with your own lives. Yeah. And um, it's just really incredible. It is awesome. We really appreciate it. And we have, you mentioned this earlier too, but we've been getting asked all the time about Courtney Carver's uh, Project 333 and that little uh, dress with less course that she has mm-hmm. that we that we did. So if you have any questions or want to learn more about that, just go to simplelifetogether.com slash dress. Remember, if you have questions or comments, you can always reach us at dan at simplelifetogether.com and at Daniel Hayes on Twitter or Vanessa at SimpleLifeTogether.com and at Get Simplifies on Twitter. And there are links to our Google Plus profiles on the website. Okay, so that's it for episode 55 of Simple Life Together. Remember, just seven little habit changes can go a long way to help you simplify your life. So give ours a shot. And if you haven't already, be sure to sign up for Edit and Forget It. Just go to SimpleLifeTogether.com slash edit and we'll interact with you on the Facebook page. And Vanessa's thing was Andy Stanley's Your Move series. And my thing was my decision to convert... To attend Kara fly fishing. <laughs> As usual, you can find all the links and info from today's show at simplelifetogether.com slash 055. So let us know what you think of the show and how you're simplifying your life too. Send us a note and let us know how we're doing. Again, it would help out a lot if you could write us a review on iTunes at simplelifetogether.com slash iTunes. Either way, we absolutely love to hear from you no matter how we hear from you. It always makes our day. So until next time, we hope you enjoy your simple life together. Simple life together.